What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Savage, and welcome to the Persuasion School podcast. A little bit about me. If this is your first time here, I'm basically a salesman by trade, is what I would say. I spent about seven years off and on as a door-to-door salesman throughout high school, college, and then after college. In that time, I knocked on about 100,000 doors and really just became passionate about sales, this idea of overcoming the fear of rejection and really getting to analyze different people's needs and goals and then framing what it is I'm offering in a way that meets those goals. It was just a fantastic challenge that I fell in love with and I still am and to this day, I now train people how to be more persuasive. I do that through the company Basemakers. So we're an outsourced sales company for emerging food and beverage brands. And now I've got this podcast, which is called Persuasion School. And this is where you can come to learn how to be more persuasive. Whether you're in sales or fundraising or you just want to be a better communicator and a more persuasive communicator, this is the place for you to do so. I try to keep each episode short. We just focus on one method or one principle at a time, something that's easily digestible and actionable. So ideally, you can take what we're learning during the episode and immediately implement it into your personal or professional life. So on today's episode, I've got something pretty exciting. It comes from a guy that I discovered through a book recently. His name is Jia Jiang, and Jia wrote this book called Rejection Proof, where basically he outlines this 100-day a research project that he set up on his own where he wanted to try to encounter rejection each and every day and then document it. And he actually gained a little bit of fame and notoriety from doing so. His, his videos blew up on YouTube. This guy would just do kind of goofy things like asking strangers if he could plant something in their backyard or asking the people at Krispy Kreme if they could make him Olympic-shaped uh, donuts like in the Olympic logo. Uh, as the Olympic logo. And then he would even go into Starbucks and ask if he could be the greeter, you know, when people could, just goofy things that most people would get rejected by. But he wanted to undergo 100 days of rejection so that he could overcome his own fear of rejection and get better at pitching his uh, startup that he was looking to start to investors. That was kind of the the whole principle behind it, just because he, he had been turned down by an investor for his startup and was really just torn up about it. So, he wanted to go undergo this 100-day research project for himself. So, of course, he learned plenty along the way, wrote this book called Rejection Proof. I do recommend the book. It's pretty good, but I would also recommend his TED Talk. So, Ja does a TED Talk on overcoming the fear of rejection, and it's, I think, about 15 minutes, and it sums up a lot of what he puts into the book. But there was one piece in there in the TED Talk that stood out to me, and that's what I'm going to share with you all today. Ja discovered something crucial to overcoming rejection in a conversation with somebody that you're trying to persuade, whether you're trying to sell them on something or you're trying to get them to donate to your you know, nonprofit or campaign. He discovered one uh, crucial step that you can take to help you overcome that. So I'm going to go ahead and play that audio bit for you now, and then we'll break it down afterwards. So I turned the rest of my 100 days of rejection into this playground into this research project. I wanted to learn, see what I can learn. And then I learned a lot of things. I discovered so many secrets. For example, I found if I just don't run, if I got rejected, I could actually turn a no into a yes. And the magic word is why. 
So one day, I went to a stranger's house. I had this flower in my hand, and I said, knocked on the door, I said, "Hey, can I plant this flower in your backyard?" <laughs> and and he said, "No."、Um, but before he could leave, I said, "Hey, can I can I know why?" And he said, "Well, I have this dog in, that would dig up anything I put in the backyard. I don't want to waste your flower. If you don't do this, go across the street and talk to Connie. She loves flowers." <laughs> So that's what I did. I went across and knocked on Connie's door, and she was so happy to see me. <laughs> and then half an hour later, there's this flower in Connie's backyard. I'm sure it looks better now. <laughs> But had I had I left after the initial rejection, I would have thought, well, it's because、uh, the guy didn't trust me. It's because I was crazy. Because I didn't dress up well. I didn't look good. It was none of those. It was because what I offered did not fit what he wanted. And he trusted me enough to offer me a referral using sales term.、Um, I, I converted that referral. All right. So there you have it. I think one of the most important pieces of that was at the very end when Jaw was saying, you know, had he not asked why the man said no, he would have been left up to his own assumptions as to why that person said no and as to why he was rejected. Right, and that's when most of us start to think, "Oh, well, maybe I wasn't good enough. I wasn't clear enough.、Uh, they didn't like me. Maybe I wasn't professional enough." You know, he even asked himself, "Maybe I didn't dress well enough." These are the types of assumptions that creep in when we're rejected. We make it about us. We make it personal, and that hurts, right? And that prevents us from wanting to ask somebody again, from attempting another shot. And all he had to do was ask why to find out that it truly had nothing to do with him. There was no reason for him to take it personally because it came down to the simple fact that what he was offering, the guy just didn't have a need for at the time. And sometimes that's all it is. And I think that this is important for us to chew on just for a minute because so many of it. You know, there's a great quote actually by a marketing guru named Seth Godin, and Seth says that we all rise to the level at which we're paralyzed by fear. And for most of us, this fear of rejection prevents us from rising to really any levels higher than where we're at right now. But clearly, based off of Jaw's discovery, we don't have to fear rejection as much as we do because. You know, so rarely does it ever have to do with us. Most of the time, it's just because they might not have a need for what it is we're offering at the time. So, anyways, I would just encourage you to take this away today.、Uh, you know, from Ja, ask why the next time someone rejects you, if you're in sales or fundraising, or if you're just asking somebody to do something, if somebody says no, politely and respectfully ask if you're able to know why. This will either Help you to feel better in realizing that it's not personal, or they might potentially give you more information. And with that new information, you could reframe what it is you're offering in a different manner, a manner that makes more sense to them and just helps it to click. So keep that in mind. That's it for today, guys. If you're looking for more content on persuasive communication or sales or fundraising. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Jake Savage. Pretty active on there. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can also send me an email to Jake at jakesavage.co. Thank you guys. See you next time.